Hey. Hey. No, I need some juice. I don't like that. I need some juice. Hey, hey, we back. Hey. We back, we back, we back. Hey. We back, we back again. Hey. We back. Okay. We back, we back, we back. Hey. We back, we back again. Hey. One more time. Hey. One more time. Hey. We back. Huh. We back, we back, we back. Oh, we yeah. back, we back again. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, a nigga really feeling they self. <laughs> Oh man! Like that real life DJ, you should see your face right now. Uh, what a what a what? Podcast land. It's your boy Brentel. This is I can't afford to quit podcast. And today we have Stephanie Seely X, aka mm. Stephanie Badu in okay. the building. Okay. How are you doing today? All right. So I have another name. Really. <laughs> Add that to the list. Yes. Okay. Uh, what's up? How you been? I've been all right. Good, good. God is good. Yes, I've been drinking my water, mind. Only do it. Yes. Jesus saves. Um, what's been on? What's what you been up to lately, though? Besides drinking alkaline water. I know. Or what you call it? The hotel. <laughs> yeah, drinking hotel <laughs> water. I'm fucking sick of you. <laughs> oh God! Every time you say that, I want to hang up. <laughs> the nerves. Drinking your whole tap water. Yes, uh, that's why my skin is glowing. You see yeah. this glow. Uh, yeah, I see you. I see yeah. you. Uh. <laughs> What's your skin regimen? Um, tell your secrets. I use black soap mm. over my whole body. The, can you get that at beauty supply or like Amazon? You can. Okay. I think Amazon would be best for you to do okay. that. Um. What else do I do? I use like a oil, like a combination of oils over my body. Mm-hmm. And that works for me. This is, is that a secret, like a secret potion that you made? or? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. It's almond oil, mm-hmm. uh, olive oil, coconut oil, almond oil, jojoba oil. Yes. And you just mix it together? Yes. Okay. And it's amazing for your skin. All right. So I bring back that youth, Jesus. That elasticity (laughs) that I've been losing. (laughs) Yes. That I've been losing throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Having these kids and letting these niggas stress me out. Mm -hmm. Tears and wears on your skin, ladies. So let that nigga go so you can glow. Mm. Now that's a word. That's a t shirt. Yes. Um, Okay. Uh, thought of the pod. Do you have anything that you want to say? Because I got a couple things that I no. Had the question what you talk? Okay. Uh, let's go. Ooh, ooh. Hmm. That's a fine. <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, when should you let the hurt you speak? That's one of the things that I've been thinking about. Crafting that sentence, a question, or whatever, and it's like. Um, well, it stemmed from like when you like the true authentic self is when you're able to be hurt, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You're most vulnerable to be hurt, yes. like when you're a child, things mm-hmm. of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. And most people they live in that moment of when they were no, actually, they protect themselves from being the, their true authentic self from being hurt, right? 
It's, it's, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Um, so I asked the question of, okay, well, when do when is it okay for you to let your hurt self, your true authentic self that's been hurt, speak and like uh, express, you know, what you've been through? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like truly, not like under a facade or anything. Like where you're transparent with yourself uh -huh. as well as others. Uh -huh. And there's moments when um, your hurt comes out and it comes out improperly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening. And like, okay, so when that happens, when is it okay for you to, your hurt self to speak? You should, uh, I think it's best that you uh, uh, allow yourself time to get comfortable with an individual to um, reflect that. But you also have to go in there with the sense of you actually want to do that with this person. That you have made a mental, uh, a, a, a mental obligation I wouldn't say obligation but you've made a mental commitment to yourself to say well you know what I'm, I'm, I'm going in this and I want this individual who I'm with to know that you know this is where I'm at in life this is the chapter that I'm on in life mm -hmm. this is what I'm dealing with you know and let them know that you know I've been hurt and express your hurt in the most authentic way that you can. But I think you have to reach a certain level of uh, comfortability with an individual, like I was just saying before, until you can do that when you're comfortable enough to understand that, you know, you've made a commitment to this person. They've made a commitment to you. So, you know, at that moment, I think that's when you should allow your, your hurt to speak. I could have just said that shit instead of... Mm -hmm. Even that well-rounded point, mm -hmm. but yeah, okay. when when you have really made the mental commitment to commit to someone, then you know, okay, you can allow. With commitment, is that a spiritual thing as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think so. Mm -hmm. I would, yeah, yes. Because really, like, okay. If we're talking about like uh, an intimate relationship, a romantic relationship, mm -hmm. that's a connection that's on a mental level, physical level, and spiritual level. Yes. When it's done properly, when it's mm -hmm. a secure, functioning relationship. Yes. Uh, on a <clears throat> okay, do you put the physical, the the the, the uh, spiritual part of the connection? At the top? Yes. Okay. Yes, of course you do. Yes. Stephanie Badu in the building. But no, um, okay, okay. So this is the components. This is the okay. components. You have a... Uh, you have a, a, a sexual That's the connection. primitive. Yeah, the primitive connection. A sexual connection with someone. Especially in infantile stages of friendships or relationships. You're going to always have that sexual thing. But then once you do, once you make a commitment to say, I want this person to be my friend, I want to be in a relationship with them, 
then it becomes more of a, a mental, psychological connection that you all have. Then after, you know, you really, really get to know one another, then it becomes spiritual because you connect it. So it's always at the top. That, that the bottom part is always like that friendship that you, kinship, friendship that you yes. develop. Yes. And then it moves into... Yes. Yeah. I think that gradually is good. I think mm -hmm. that creates a, a, a foundation of things. Yeah, of a relationship. Yeah, it does. But I think a lot of people, what, where a lot of people get confused is, is that just because someone comes into your life and they're, they're, they are everything that you wanted and uh, you wanted this and you wanted that, that they're supposed to be with you. Nah, motherfucker, they're just supposed to be your friend. Hmm. Y'all not supposed to be together. It's just that you all have this connection. You have this friendship. You have this, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't have to be in a sexual way, but I think... When people are like, oh, well, you have good chemistry with this person, and you have this, and you have that, and y'all supposed to be together. No, nigga, we are together, but we're friends. <laughs> if that makes any fucking sense, we're fucking friends. <laughs> it was just like, come on now. But th that's another thing with women. I think we don't have, we don't practice discernment as much as we say we should. Oh, yo. Keep going, keep going, yeah. keep going, keep so, going. So I, I just think if, if we really practice that the way that that we should, then you know, you'd be able to distinct a friend from somebody who you're supposed to be with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Distinguish it. Yeah, okay. Because you won't be indecisive <coughs> and they won't be indecisive. They will know. You know what I'm saying? But they will know, like, what do you mean? They will know. It is then here's the thing. Like when someone comes in your life unexpectedly or anything like that, it's just like at that point you really need to look and say, okay, you really need to get to know this person to to see like, oh, okay, yeah, well that's that's my friend. Jesus, thank you for sending me a friend who cares about me. Mm -hmm. Then you know you have those moments. You be like, damn, yeah. Mm. I want to be with this person. I, I know a relationship with this person would be something that I will want to commit to. Something that is something that I know will be beneficial in the long run to me because of the way this individual is. You know. You know, but you know about getting to know somebody, though. Mm. And motherfuckers don't want to do that. People don't want to build alliances. And it's just like, just because you connect with somebody, y'all got to be fucking. No, it's not the case. It's not the fucking case. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, though. I, that's the thing. That's the thing. I don't know. I think with friendship, which is completely necessary, it gives you that. Uh, it gives you a connection with somebody, and it's just like God, motherfucker, damn. You real life, my friend, nigga. You real life, got a motherfucker back, twenty four motherfucking seven. Right. And I just think you need that. You fucking need that. Okay. You need that. In a relationship, mm. <clears throat> intimate relationship, mm -hmm. how important is it for you to be friends with your lover? It's, it's necessary. Yeah. I think it's completely necessary. You know what I, I, I think, because I, I think, harken back to, well, it really weren't, no disrespect, it really wasn't like uh, secure functioning relationships that I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. Um. I kind of compartmentalized 
the friendship part uh, separate yeah. with whoever I was, you know, like de- er, in a relationship. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Tech, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Not to minimalize or whatever, but um, I guess that's where, like, you keeping the elbow out, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just yeah. in case, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could just not have to worry about like residue yeah. left over from uh, a relationship. Yeah. And I that's think so that's fun. that's something that I did mm-hmm. uh, in my previous well, relationship. Well, look at you. I'm awesome. <laughs> Doing a lot of self-reflecting. Yeah, I'm, and, and this is the perfect time of year to do it. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the year, I think... Um, I think you need to do self-reflecting on, you know, choices that you've made that have that has changed your life, things that you have experienced that you have learned from. Mm-hmm. I think all of that you need to take into um, consideration. You need to understand we're ending a decade, and it's just like the way where we where we're going. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What were you doing in '09? Like, where was your life? Who were you? Shit. I was a monster. I was a whole monster out here. I was a hurt person. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I, inside, I was a hurt child. Yeah. Uh, inflicting, you know what I'm saying, by hurt. Yeah. Passive aggressively on to people. Yeah. I was moving around and, 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 and I had success in certain areas, but. Yeah. Uh, that's who really I, I, I was. You know that what I'm saying? Nine? Yeah, I know. I was moving. Oh, so you had already had Ava? Yeah, she was too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and like, I had, yeah, matter of fact, because 09, I had just got out of a relationship with, uh, <clears throat> with Miff. And, like, from there, I, it was all oh, it was on the races then. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow! Cause I like, cause I was like, <clears throat> like oh eight. I was like, I was like 25, but like at that time, I was like, yo, I need to live. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I can't be in a relationship. I I don't know enough. Yeah. But at the same time, no, not knowing enough when you not, you still don't know who you are as a person. Yeah. That's just on the path. For destruction yeah and that's what i because i did i did it uh i lived in an unhealthy way reckless you know what i'm saying yeah where was i in 09 i was pregnant uh did i have michael already no i had michael already mm-hmm. i had had my second child i had had my second child in may of 09 and um wow that was the beginning of eight fucking years of bullshit mm-hmm. yeah michael's dad um yeah that was i was young as fuck as a matter of fact i was pregnant and just thought i was so in love jesus christ Yeah. What were you? What What do you call that state? 
that you were in? Weak. Mmm. So. And I didn't have no identity. And I didn't, ha- I didn't have an identity because before I knew who I was, I had to become something that I didn't know anything about. I had to become a mother before I even knew who I was. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I didn't know who I was. Whew. So. I had to assume the roles and the duties of taking care of a whole human life. And I didn't even understand why the fuck I'm here. Mm-hmm. Responsible for that individual mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm responsible for that. Mm-hmm. I haven't even developed anything. I'm still a fucking child. People are treating me like a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was a lot. I was on baby number two. But yeah. It was like my family, it wasn't even my family, it was me. It was just, I was doing a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors because I didn't understand who I was. And I was causing my own trauma to a certain extent. Because sometimes we cause our own trauma. Yeah. And we don't recognize that and we don't see that because we have self-sabotaging behaviors because we we have been taught to not live in truth though. Right. Always in lies always and oh this looks better than the actual truth you always have to pull back and not show who you really are because you know you're gonna be judged just that fear of judgment and shit and it's just like no um you know what the crazy thing about that is is i'm and now that we're doing self-reflecting which is so crazy um from 09 to 19 it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It has. Um, and 2000, yeah. That was just a lot. That was a, a crazy year. And then it was just a lot of stuff that was happening after that. This this right here, this, now that you say 09. Um, this is like the most, the, the most steadiest and quietest been for me in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you say you're you're closer to a peace. Yes. Gotcha. Which is a long time fucking coming. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm less temperamental now. Because the motherfucker shit. Did you was going to catch one? Fuck you mean. Uh, I thought you were going to say fuck you mean, ho. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you like when I say that ho? Shit. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm I'm thank God for growth. I that's what I wanna say. Thank God for growth. Thank God for, you know, um really this year in its essence. That's how I know. You know, whenever you are developing closer relationships with yourself, you have a good relationship with yourself, you have a good relationship with your children, and you have a good relationship if you're with, with your partner. That lets you know that, you know, you are about to get on a higher vibrational level with, with shit. Mm-hmm. You're really about to get focused on what you're going to do. You're going to create and build things. and Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's... That lets people know, but... Okay. Yeah. Thank God for growth and reflection. Um... So, I've... I've been... Uh... Looking online, like just the whole online culture, I always say something about how the behavior is. Yeah. And like, there's some things that spill over into real life. Yes. And I had this thought of like, 
there's a thin line between a conversation and a dissertation. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, a lot of people turn their conversations into dissertations, and it's like uh, it's not healthy communication. Because um, everybody trying to, you know, now it's this culture of I got to dunk on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not healthy, and it's not really true. Uh, understanding happening. Yeah. It's motherfuckers always trying to teach. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I just want to have a conversation about said thing. You know? Mm -hmm. Or a lot of times you have something like a minor disagreement mm -hmm. in which you would have a conversation about <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes, and that shit turned into you know what I mean. I know that's everyday old school. Uh, could you could you wheel in the projector, please? You know, what yeah. I'm uh -huh. this PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> slide seventy five, and right here, yes. <laughs> what uh, we have right yes. here, and Exhibit A, you yes. get this wrong. Uh huh. Close up, Bob. Close up. Close up. So I don't know. Um, I really didn't think any further on it. I just wanted to see what you thought about that. Mm. And your experiences with it? No comment. No comment? Okay. Because no. she doesn't. Um. Okay. <laughs> Let's down that back. What do I do again? No, I'm fucking with you. No, actually, what do I do? Oh, you do, a little, you do a little dissertation sometimes, though. I do? Yeah, you do. But it's good, though. Sometimes. Uh, you would see. think <laughs> you would think that that would not bother me on air that I would try to mask back my reaction to what you just said. Okay. <gasps> okay. <laughs> okay, nigga. Mm -hmm. Niggas think it's a game. Oh my god. Okay. It's coming out of her. <laughs> I don't have time to do this. Uh, um, no, I'm just playing. Okay. I mean, I think actually, let's 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 uh let's let's turn this into a dissertation. Uh, uh, okay. 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 Let's see. Okay. Right here. Okay. I mean, because you have a little hotep in you. Okay. And that's hotep <laughs> behavior. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I'm not no motherfucking hotel, y'all. I'm not no motherfucking hotel, saying. Stop playing with me, Brentel. The fuck? This is why. This is fucking why. For the record, people. X. For, for the record, everyone. I no, my boodle, though. I just have very, very strong <laughs> opinions. And I think people. Uh, radical. Radical. You gotta put radical in. Well, I know I'm radical. Yeah. And I think being radical these days, really, people wanna put you in a box. Uh huh. And this nigga already know how I feel about trying to put me in this box. And he lucky we on air, cause I wasn't straight came over there. Nigga, what was that you said? Say it, say it one more motherfucking time, nigga. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> now I'm just. But I'm a no, a nigga. I'm just, I'm playing. It's, it's saying I'm saying it in the play, but you do know. I, you, yes. Okay. Yeah. What were you? I'm not taking back the hotel part. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I know you're not. I'm, I'm I know sorry not. for all the accurate things I said. Okay. 
Wow, and the Sagittarius in their true form, <laughs> Jesus. Blessed be. You have the, the gold card never <laughs> I'm some motherfucking nigga, shut up. No, I'm playing. Uh-huh. Um uh, buffets. Do you do them, yes or no? I do like buffets. Mm-hmm. I like buffets. I think that um the bang for your buck. I just yeah. I like them. It's just like it's affordable. Kids want to eat right now. The idea of buffets are it's you can't beat it. No, you can't. But, but. Okay, what's with the finger? The finger of butt. Okay. The butt finger. The butt finger. Uh, it's people are nasty. Yes. With buffets come people, comes yeah. kids. Sneezing, poor hygiene, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bad habits, things of that nature. Yeah. And you gotta just like touch the spoons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm a person that'll grab a napkin to open the bathroom door. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I what saying. like, the idea of a buffet, like, if I, go, if I can go in the morning when ain't nobody else there. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's best to go when they open. Yeah, right when they open? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Let me be the only one in there. You know what I'm saying? Because when you going on a holiday, like I told my sister, once I had seen this thing they had on 2020. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And the boy dropped the spaghetti and just picked it back up and put more (gasps) sauce on it. Oh! Oh my God! So disgusting. Oh, because we're still we're still on thoughts. We're good. Uh-huh. This is the longest thoughts ever. Um, that's good though, because we didn't really run it down, run it down, but like uh, current events. Okay. Uh, this is original content, people. Yeah. Um, album of the pod. Oh. I hope I'm I hope I'm gonna say his name right. I gotta go check him out because I added something last night, and I wanted to go through and check him out. Where is he at? Now he went to the Berkeley School of Music mm-hmm. and he left to pursue a career. He moved from, I think it's in Boston, mm-hmm. and he moved to California to pursue his career. He's young too, he's from New York, like the country. Oh, like upstate, upstate New York? Yeah. Okay. Well, they call that the country, upstate. Mm-hmm. And it's Drive Slow Project. Yeah. So Mac Ayers. Yes. That's uh, let me check some of this out. What's your What's your standout? The Devil's in the Details. I like that title. We're gonna go with that. Okay. I like something for you. Okay. Drive slow out. You ready? Your personality yeah. Okay. All right. This is WNUA. We just want you to kick back and relax and unwind. I don't want to wake up from it. You've given me a place and time. They say the devil's in the details, baby. Really drawing out your life. Hell yeah. 
Alright, I don't want to get flagged. Alright, I like that. I like that right there. Okay, but listen, something to feel. That's something my song. Yeah, okay. see if it's on that one. I think that's on his other one. And this, okay, the album, the album. Okay. Yeah. It's just a record? Yes, okay. it's a song. Coming up, Mac Airs. Oh. Hey, it's my vibe right here. Light a candle. <laughs> yeah, so. <clears throat> what you be keeping to yourself? You always throw that shit back on the shelf. What you think you've been missing now? New fire. You always thought you had it figured out. It's just a flower in the shade there. Yeah, this shit Didn't see me when the rain came. Chicago with me too. Hey, hey. All right, that's enough. Um, I like that shit. Let me go ahead and add that. Add that right now. Um, for me, I got this song. Well, Janelle put me onto this song, and it's just fire. Shout out, shout out to Janelle, Janelle. Uh, David. Boom, this is hard though. <sighs> yeah, New James Davis. Oh, 
Hey, DJ's a fucking song up. Yes, say we are. Shout out to my nigga Reg in the back. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come here for that. <gasps> <laughs> they doing a drink special, two for five. Two for five. Make sure you tip the bartender. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's uh, that's um, something to talk about on the Masterpiece album by James Davis. They are signed that's to really Motown. Nice. Very good. It's a good album, too. It's very, like, slow, mellow. But, it got, but the beat got some power yes, to it, though. but I like it. It's your heart. <sighs> Shout out to Janelle. Janelle. She, she has a really good music. Like, I want, I her, to put a, I want her to put a playlist together. She should put a playlist together with Janelle. And Janelle, um, she don't like that. She don't like that. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> you said it too much here, so I let you know you can't say it around her. Uh, um, you want to go to uh, shoe juice? Um, again. Hey, second time around. Ha, 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 hey, ha, ha, ha. hey. hey. Hey, huh. let's see how good we can make it sound hey. like it's the first time around. You know what I'm talking hey. about? Hey, oh, uh. hey. bow, bow, bow. Hey, hey, hey. All right, let me get that matrix Ooh. together. And it, get it, get it. And... <laughs> All right. <clears throat> it's about that time again, y'all. It's the should you segment. Uh, sponsored by Recycled Crown Royal Bags. Hey. Um, this is a segment where, you know, we just shoot off questions and answer them in the most efficient way possible. Yes, yes we do. Um, this is probably the most ratchet part of the show, so... Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I am the ratchet part of the show, yeah. so, basically. Absolutely. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, put your seatbelts on. Um, at what age should you allow your children to use profane language in front of you? Um, well, considering the fact that my children, I give them one, I, they, they have one word. They have one word. And what so, is that word? Ass. Uh-huh. So, they can say dumb ass, stupid ass, dirty ass. You dirty, you dirty. <laughs> oh my god! So I allowed them to use that, but uh, no, no, that's it. And okay, then, and they progress. I, he's, I have a ten-year-old and a twelve-year-old, so yeah. Uh huh. Um, and uh, <laughs> where with your parents? How is that for you? With my mother, I think I'm no. about to take this out and be like my Freddie Mercury. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You got the urge to do it? What? I, can't, I cannot think of any of the songs the word for word. Oh, God. <laughs> Radio Google. Radio Gaga. All we need is Radio Google. Radio Gaga, Radio. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Another one bites the dust, and another one go, and another one go. 
Another one bites the dust. That's my shit too. Yeah. Most black people don't know there was white people that made that song. Um, but back to what I was saying. Um, with your parents, when could you curse? Um, with my mother, no, never, ever, ever mm-hmm. could curse. Um, but with my dad, yeah, my dad was just a little bit more lenient because, I mean, he had a sailor mouth. Mm-hmm. He, so did my dad. And shit, fuck, bitch, goddammit, fuckers, fuckery. Yeah, I just talked to my dad like a couple of days ago. Motherfucker. He like, uh, he was like, man, what, what the fuck you do that for? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, man. Yeah, and it's just like it amplifies the conversation because it's just like the fuck where, like, cursing profanity is just like the most, what is it? Down it's you jarring. Yeah. It's jarring. Like, um, damn, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> damn, really? Uh, with with my parents, I didn't start cursing around my dad till I was in my twenties. Oh. Yeah. Um. After I had a child. <laughs> For real. Well, you um, know that's what they say. Yeah. Um. But far as with with, with my children, when they get of the age where like they got cars and you know what I'm saying the uh-huh. jobs and they they own people okay then they can curse yeah okay uh but how how is you on the word nigga I mean I, I want my kids to use it because my kids you feel me Michael Michael be like oh my god he said the N word mm-hmm. and Preston be like shut up nigga <laughs> <laughs> So you you done heard him you done heard him so it's just hilarious as hell. Um, for me, for me, I okay. You can use the word, but you gotta you gotta understand where it comes from. Yeah, and and I give you them that understand the history of and and President so Michael. Gonna, don't, yeah. We're gonna do some research and yeah. we're gonna sit down and watch this documentary or you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you understand the history. You're just not using it uh, willy nilly when you're ignorant. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I do that to the boys because they be calling these little one motherfucking white kids. You can't say that word. No, they be calling. Yeah, Abel, Abel, get down. Yeah, she got down. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna say. Preston was say like, "You can't say the word. You can't say it." <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> <laughs> you can't say the word. <laughs> looking down at the ground, not even looking at the person. You just can't say it. <laughs> It's not for you to say because you're white. And that's it. <laughs> it's just funny as hell, yo. <laughs> it is. Oh, um, God. That was funny. <laughs> uh, should you allow your significant other to wear revealing clothes out and about? Um, I think yes. If that's what floats your boat. Mm-hmm. If that's something that... Uh, that you like, I think. Uh, I think what what people get mixed up at is just uh, because women are revealing so much, so much now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like you don't want to be that type of. Uh, how can I say this? How can I say it the right way? 
I mean, women are so into their bodies now. And then if you just say, oh, well, he he doesn't let me wear this and I can't wear this and I can't do that. Oh, you need to leave that nigga. Yeah. You sexist and you this and you that. You know, everything mass. He, he, he dimming your shine. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, also, but it's, he's not sex positive. No. Oh. Wow. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, and then also, there's a double standard for women anyway. You know what I'm saying? So... You got to add that into the factor with like men and how they address a woman uh, wearing revealing clothes. Like, but <clears throat> how is it for like your, if I don't know, as a woman, uh, your significant other like dressing quote unquote loose out in the world. Oh, you talking about my significant Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, from the man's point of view, like, uh, as far as him being loose. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because men don't ever get that. Oh, he loose. You know what I'm saying? They don't ever get that. The woman will get it, though. Yeah, she yeah. will. Oh, um, hot ass. Yeah. Out in these streets. I think because another thing is that, first off, if you my man, you ain't going to be out here dressing loose no way because you know you got a real psycho at home, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I. What is loose for men? Yeah. All we got is gray sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You so, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's it's a totally different thing, or like, do some women care about like tank tops and? You know, is that considered loose? I think now because of culture and because uh, media, mm -hmm. social media has really just navigated everything. I think that became that whole poster mark for men out here loose and shit. It, it's, it's a part of our culture now. You know what I'm saying? Endless memes, conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, men talking about this and women talking about that. So I think it it created that out of nowhere. Uh, but okay, to to get put a bow on it for me. Thank you. Uh, Kim and Kanye, oh, where man. she yeah started out. She started out, you know, being revealing or whatever, and now you see the video of him trying to get her to like you know scale that back. Yeah, when she's that's her brand. She's definitely not gonna do that. She can't. She no. ain't got nothing else to offer. But no, no disrespect. Uh, <clears throat> she don't though. Um, I just tell the truth. Um, with that, you can't. How she came in is how she gonna go out. Yeah. Uh, he or she comes in is how they're gonna go out. Yeah. So you can't try to change that person. You have to accept them as they are mm -hmm. when they come into the relationship. Yeah. So if you she was quote unquote dressing loose as the old folks say. Then you have to accept her as yeah. being loose. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> now, this is the one I've been waiting for. Should black people participate in Christmas? React. I mean, she. Yes and no. I, right, you know, right, exactly. I don't. I don't know. I, I really don't know a, a proper answer to give you. I don't. I don't know. Tell me what your soul is saying, Miss Batu. 
I mean, first off, Christmas is capitalism at its finest. Come on. And um, I think it brings so many different uh, vibes and so many different things. This whole fucking holiday and what it's wrapped around. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, God fucking damn. It's wrapped around materialism. Yes, completely. 100,000%. That's what I think, though. When when I hear capitalism, it's materialism. Yeah. But, go ahead. Well, yeah. Slavery was capitalism, but... Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, so... Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Also... I was... Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah, Uh, let's not... I seen a... I seen a... um, (laughs) <laughs> I seen a meme the other day because it kind of go back to what we was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it say, "I ain't seen a man ain't shit." <laughs> yeah. Me posted a long time. Uh-huh. Y'all must want some Christmas kids. Yeah, they do. <laughs> These niggas ain't shit. These niggas ain't. Yeah, you ain't saying nothing because you want that little set from Pink from Victoria's Secret. Hello. You want them little Uggs. Hello. That jacket. Mm-hmm. Cause you gonna fuck a million other niggas in. You said something right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You had the same little peacoat for five years. All type of sins and transgression. And you yeah. need to sage that peacoat. Uh-huh. That's you what need you need to, to do. Have some business about yourself. <laughs> um. So, I, you know what? I was thinking like, why can't black people shift it? Because I don't know the, I, I don't know the like Ins and outs Of Kwanzaa Uh huh What if They shift To that I think that'd be dope Michael asked me about Kwanzaa Actually He was like Well why don't we celebrate that I said well you know what One year We will Because it's like seven days ain't it? Yeah Okay I said we will We'll celebrate it So mm-hmm. you can see mm-hmm. What Kwanzaa's all about Right Um Kwanzaa's big in Chicago. It's really, really big there. Okay. Um. But I, 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 you know what? When it comes to Christmas and what, and I'm, I, I just can't do it. I don't want to. I'm, I'm supporting you, taking care of you the whole year, and now finally at the end of the year, I get to show you how much I love you by buying you these grand gifts that you're only gonna play with a couple times it ain't even it, yeah, that too and also it's just teaching you um teaching the child that you know this is this is the this is how i show that i love you mm. by getting you this you know what i'm saying i'm not getting you nothing that's gonna be sustainable for you like my mom got us tutoring lessons for christmas oh it was hell but that motherfucking shit paid off because you got a good ass job you have a nice house you got a1 credit mm-hmm that was my gift to you. Not right. something that you were going to grow out of or something that you was going to lose interest in by the end of the, the, the following year, the right. next year. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's right there. I just think, you know, for Christmas, you see um, Caucasians, they, they give their kids, what, trips, or they do this, or, you know, or here's a car, here's this, here's that. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. They do. It's coming to me now. They do. You remember when we had this like years ago? We had that podcast about how people, uh, like in the black community, remember that episode on um, on Atlanta 
where the white boy had he wore the same clothes three days in a row. Yeah. Nobody talked to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody had talked about him. That. Yeah. Where that you putting value, the lack of value in yourself is being. Uh, you think you're putting it into things, mm-hmm. and that might be something that we're doing yeah. as a community. Yeah. Because the self. You know the the value of self isn't there. Yeah, and you want to replace it with things, which is an easy thing to do in a capitalistic society where materialism is God. Yeah, it is. Everybody want to chase a bag. Yeah. So, um, all in all, like I don't, I hate Christmas. You do. I really do. I, you know what? I, 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 Selfish reasons. I don't think it's something like uh, righteous. I hate Christmas because my birthday is on the nineteenth, uh-huh. and I never really got a chance to have. A, I didn't have a birthday party until I was twenty-five, and my friends threw me that. Shout out to my friends, but oh. yeah, sag season. We yeah. bang it out here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, so you have that repressed. <clears throat> feeling about Christmas. Yeah, no, but now I'm an adult. So, that, like, I hate Christmas for a whole nother reason. You had that whole... Yeah. You gave it a yeah. lot. We adults. <laughs> I'm an adult now. So, people think With I... children. Yeah. So, um... And I still care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I hate it, though. Um, yeah, it's like you, like you said, you're getting all this shit. Just shit. Shit. Yeah. Like... I wish mm, I don't know maybe because it's too late now because you you figure out the game too late now your kids are like what what are we getting for Christmas yeah what are we getting for Christmas mm-hmm. you can't do that like are we going on a trip this year fuck all that you know what I'm saying yeah and that's what I'm saying that thousand dollars I would spend on Christmas we gonna take a trip yeah so let's go somewhere where we can learn something we going or on create a, a memory yeah cause that creates memories it's just like you think of Christmas, oh, for 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 Christmas when I was turning 12, my mom got me this, and it's just like this after this after this. You don't even know, you don't even have that. You're an adult now. Or you don't even remember. No, you don't. The only remember like two Christmas gifts of my lifetime. I got a G.I. Joe, like the big one, like from 92. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the oh, one, God. the tall, yeah. then with the Duke, and then the black dude. Oh. I had got them. Then... I can't remember the black dude's name. I don't know why. Mm. But I got I got them. And then I got a talk boy the following year. Oh, my God. And, we but check this out, though. So bad. Nigga, me and my brother, we didn't realize it, but we were doing podcasts back in 92. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. That talk boy would be priceless now. Yes. We wanted one so bad, a talk boy. Like, Home Alone just really... Really shaped that whole that year. Yeah, it did for toys and just everything. Because um, they had it at a toy store. Like there was scenes in the toy store, which made it fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh God, what was? Uh, I think it had all them sweets and shit. I'm gonna watch that again. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that shit again. Everybody watches that. Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. That one did good too. You know, Netflix has this thing. They uh about uh movies that people did the movies that made us mm-hmm. and you know Ghostbusters Home Alone uh, 
It's a couple of more other Is movies. Is it us as millennials? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it, like, because I was having a conversation. 80 is the cutoff for millennials, right? Yes. Okay. 81 to. Yeah. Is it, I, I thought it was 80. Let me see. I, I there's a couple of a couple of different websites that say different things. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I think it's a it's a certain cutoff. But the movie <clears> that made <throat> us was pretty inter- interesting to me. Okay, so millennials eighty one to ninety six. Okay, all right. <clears throat> so. Hmm. So what is the one before us? The one before us is X. Yep. The Salad Generation. Mm. It's 1928 to 45. Baby Boomers are 46 to 64. Generation X is 1965 to 1980. Wow. Millennials are 81 to 96. And post-millennials are 97 to present. So that's 0 to 21 years old. Mm. Post-millennials. Right. Okay. We learned something today. Yeah, we did. Um, wow. All right. I don't have anything else. Do you? Yes, I have some things that. Oh. Okay. Stephanie's corner. Okay. We are in approaching Stephanie's okay. corner. So now, attention. Okay. Stephanie entering Stephanie's corner. Ding dong. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's some questions. There's some questions that that I want you all to ask yourself towards the end of the year and going into the new year. Where is it at right here? Let me get it out. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me produce you. Hold on. Oh, you're gonna produce me? Yeah. Hold on. Where's, okay, there it goes. Oh, just look at you. Why is okay? All right. Cause you just needed that laugh. You just needed that fucking laugh. I'm so fucking sick of you. You see how you do me? Let's just put on some mellow music. Let's get some time to reflect. Yes. I inhale, exhale. Smell the flowers and blow out the candles. I was so fucking sick of you, I swear to God, yo. So with the, the, the end of the year approaching us, um, I want everybody to just take a, a moment of self-reflection and understand that, you know, uh, this year had a lot of lessons for you to learn for you to you know understand um, more of who you are as a person I think that now that we're ending this decade and we are going into for all of my astrological spiritual we are going to the age of Aquarius which is the age of information so you you learn it more you're learning more uh, you want to investigate and learn yourself that's um where we're at, where we need, where where we need to be in 2020 a little bit more. Um, we need to reflect on our relationships, our friendships with people, 
um, and just understand that uh, you know fear has no place with love and I will say that simply for people who want to go in like in, in relationships and things like that uh, trying to experience something new with someone you know um, you all have to understand that things take time you have to have patience with yourself and with whoever you're with um, you have to understand that uh, in order for you to grow you have to truly truly understand yourself you have to know who you are and whose you are it's a uh, it's a significant thing it's a part of your growth um, You know, when I when I first moved here, I'll, I'll give that when I first moved here, because I always try to reflect back to when I moved here, when, when like when my life changed and whatnot, and how angry I was when I got here when I was seeing all these all the black men with these white hoes. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? It made me angry. I think I was I was angry because I'm a radical person, and I really channeled a lot of that anger. I just held it in me and I just deflected it and gave it to people who didn't have anything to do with it because I was just really internally angry about that mm -hmm. and I think that stemmed from my uh, my conditioning to look at black men in a certain way and I understand that uh, that they're doing that simply because you know it's a need for survival for them. Mm. So, and then when I thought about it, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You coming from a whole nother state, you coming from here, you coming from there. And here it is, you get down here, you get with a black woman, you know, and all these niggas is getting with these black women, you know what I'm saying? White women, once again, will be on the short end of the receiving line because that's what true equality looks like. Them not benefiting the motherfucking thing, white women. Um, I just had to throw my dislike for them somewhere in this podcast today because I was at a parenting class. I was a part of a parenting class, you all. It was a four-week class, and I said, you know what? I'll, 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 I'll see what it's about. When they say a conscious discipline, I said, oh, okay. Conscious discipline? Yes, it's called conscious discipline. Oh. <clears throat> And conscious discipline is more of really thinking before you actually act with your child, you know, in the certain stages and ages of their lives. Um, it's culturally biased, I will say that. Black folks don't know shit about no conscious discipline. Um, our trauma is generational. It's psychological. It's educational. It's historical. Mm -hmm. Um... And you get this white lady who probably was uh, Betsy Ross' fucking granddaughter, great-granddaughter, the one who sold the flag, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Make this fucking conscious discipline shit up and say, well, you know what? Your son may be a murderer, but at least you know how to handle him in public. 
Yeah, that's what the motherfucking program was telling me. What? Oh, this control. Let's try to control. Let's try to have some prevention for the future serial killers of the world. Because when I heard some of the stuff that the white women were saying about their kids, okay, well, look at the next Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, because that's what the fuck you gonna have at home, lady. That's what you gonna have at home. He likes to go inside. In the kitchen and get the biggest knife and just stand there. And you sit there and see you got your motherfucking ass on the couch talking about no Johnny, no. Get your motherfucking up and get your ass up and beat the shit out of that little boy. With the knife. With the handle part. Shut your motherfucking. Getting some knives. Give your ass up. I bet you ain't gonna do this. No. Uh huh. Give you a blessed bath for all them fucking demons in you. All this fucking sniffing of the white powder, everything, your cousin fucking your father, the molestation, the incest. No wonder why you fucked up. Y'all living in the fucking sticks and shit. Is this the Beverly Hillbillies, nigga? Hee haw. That's how they was in the half of them didn't have no teeth, Jesus. From all that, all them drugs they took. They was doing all the drugs. How, how you 25 and you ain't got no teeth? Oh my God! How is that? You ain't got no teeth. You not. You ain't even eighty. Why are you? You ain't got no teeth. You ain't even got no dentures. It's just like that program. Well, not that 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 whole project and course uh, was really. It was a little bit more eye opening for me just to know that. Uh, people really don't give a fuck about black people. It's just a consistent reminder, even in that sector, it's something so minute uh, as, you know, trying to bring prevention for, for white parents, white women. You know, they always want to try to, you know, help them out, prevent something from happening, you know, to them and their families. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the instructors, um, what was her name? Julie, and you can tell she was just, I'm talking about, she smelled like bleach with her racist motherfucking ass. Show motherfucking ass up out of here, hoe. I'm sitting over here having, I'm sitting over here having a valid discussion. I'm talking about something, I'm talking about discrimination. I'm talking about racism. I'm talking about how violence and, 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 and generational trauma has affected black people today. And this could really benefit African American. This could really benefit all people of color because we have been so exposed to trauma. We ain't had no treatment or no prevention for it. And she tried to cut me off. No, you gonna let me make my motherfucking point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you say it like that though? I didn't. I didn't use no cursing words. I said, but what I'm saying <laughs> is valid. Gross. Yeah, I know. Cause I could have cursed. Yes. Like bitch. <laughs> What'd you say? I know you fucking lie. Huh. <laughs> That's your other one. Yeah. I know you fucking lie. Shit. <laughs> you know, I just you, my my head gestures are me cursing in yeah. my head. Yeah. It's yeah. the whole like. That <laughs> <laughs> all day. Here she go. <laughs> When, when I do this, oh. That's what the fuck, ain't it? The fuck, nigga? Okay. Bring it back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh-uh. It was really insightful. 
um, the lady Jones, she was like, oh, I've been learning because she has what a new What were some daughter. key things that you, you got out of it? I've, I've learned um, about the, the certain... Uh, Give it to the blacks that are listening, the black people. Because <laughs> you have to say it like that. <laughs> That's how they be saying it. Okay. Yeah. But you sound like one of them. Blacks. <laughs> you sound like old dude off the Bulldogs. What's his name? Uh, the, the newest guy? Yes. Yes. You sound like him. Black people. <laughs> I learned there is an executive state in your brain, an emotional state, and a survival state. Hmm. And the executive state is the state of mind that you are supposed to use to make conscious decisions um, on learning how to react to your child because children mainly are in the emotional and the survival state. So you as a parent, you have to learn how to always stay in the executive state to um, think consciously and critically and constructively of how you're going to react to your child Mm. because that is going to uh, project uh, a certain type of emotion that your child won't forget. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. Now, an emotional... The emotional state for a child is... um, when the child is, is is... is... you can physically see... They're emotional. They're shaking. They're moving. They're crying. They're screaming, uh-huh. and that's usually what they're what they are in because you weren't able to do something for them and get them something that they want. Usually, one no zero to I want to say twelve months are in uh, the emotional state, and from twelve to I want to say thirty six months is the emotional and survival state because now they're using more of their uh, fine motor skills and they're they have more uh, words they have more, more vocabulary mm-hmm. and it's just like okay so what so where's Zora on the spectrum Zora is the the executive of the emotional and the survival state all at the same motherfucking time because she's not even I'm like wait well, what I'm trying to add it up like she knew a little bit of everything yeah 35 going on 3 yes yes old as hell gonna tell me yesterday mommy I just want us to have a dad uh huh yeah, cause a dad can be pretty good for us. Yeah, that's pretty self-aware. Yeah, and she's how old is she? Three. She'll wow. be four. Yeah, talking about Michael has a dad. Hmm. Yeah. Have you told her? No. Okay. Cause I I know I know she I know she don't understand, but it's just like no, I don't even want to. I don't even want to take my child to that. Let me teach you about trauma before I lay that on her. Mm. I just think this is like no, she can comprehend really well, but she know when people talking about her. Mm. Yeah, she know when people talking about her. <laughs> so now I can hear you. <laughs> what do you hear, little girl? She been here before. <laughs> yeah. What do you? I can hear you. Y'all said Zora. Girl, bye. Go get on Granddaddy's phone and shut up. 
are you guys talking about? Yeah, we talking so, about you. What's the survival part? The survival mode is violent, hostile, aggressive, fight or flight. The primitive part of you. Yes. Okay. And I said because of the conditions where I used to live, I know I stayed in the emotional and the survival state more than I stayed in the executive state because everybody, I think the survival state is, uh, what would I, P- PTSD is the byproduct of the survival state or vice versa, however you want to, will have it supposed to be said, but, um, once I moved here, I realized that I had a lot of that. I'm like, I had a lot of PTSD. And I know my kids did too, but I seen more than my kids did. Because mm-hmm. the eras that we was in, mm-hmm. you know, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, and, and living in Chicago. Right. And seeing how the neighborhood changed. It's just like, God fucking damn, yeah. But it was, ex- it was extremely informative. If they have another class, I will. Uh, be a part of it. Um, I got connected with a lot of a lot of women. Um, one thing I come to learn is that I give off this look <laughs> that apparently I don't know when I get around a lot of white people. Like I, like mm-hmm. don't fucking don't. Yeah. No. But um, I didn't know I had that until one of the ladies. She was like, you know, you're so pretty. But you just look so mean. Like, I don't know how to approach you. I'm just, I said, well, well why are you afraid? She was like, because I, I don't, I mean, I just don't want you. I said, oh, because you've been taught that black women and black people are violent. And that if I look a certain way, then I'm upset. And you're afraid. I told her that. I said, you're afraid. She was like, well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, I haven't been around a lot of black people. I said, so you haven't been around a lot of black people. So you're projecting what you've been programmed and what you've been told. And wow. That's me. I'm going to watch this. All right, ready? Yeah. You're on the mic with Mike. So I can't afford to quit podcast. Hello? Hi, Mike. <laughs> Hello. Are you done? No, we we're, we're live right now. We're live. No, they, you're not. They can Don't hear do us. That. They can hear us. Yes. You're breaking up. Yes, you know. I gotta go. Technical difficulties. Okay. All right, I'm gonna call you no, back. No, I'm today. I'm gonna call you back. All right. All right. Um, she uh, said, "Don't do that." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she like, "Yeah, motherfucker, dog, give me up this podcast." Um, what I was gonna say? What was I saying? I don't know. Shit, I don't remember either. I'm sorry. Oh, black people. We were talking about the lady saying that. Uh, oh yeah, you pre- you've been programmed to think that. Well, all of these certain things that black people are uh-huh. and now you've got a chance to like be in the presence of one and you're going to just uh, roll through with that programming oh, yeah. until you're taught otherwise yeah. uh, also like <clears throat> do you feel like she was trying to disarm you I think some of them I, I think that's a method of understanding what type of black person they working with mm-hmm. or what type of black person but it was just like I, I don't know y'all y'all don't know me y'all ain't trying to c- 
come over here and be sociable with me. All y'all white women sitting at that table talking to one another. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't trying to interject to talk to me. Even the, even the Hispanic women. So it's just like, yeah, okay. I don't even get no fuck. I'm here to learn. Mm-hmm. Take what I'm learning back. And I think that was the thing. But the, the class was extremely insightful. I just wish that I would have seen more black people considering, more black parents considering that WSOS has a, a, a nice amount of children of color mm-hmm. attending um, that facility. So, um, yeah. I mean, it was a very overall a, a very uh, educational experience. I think it was rewarding for me because it's just like some of those techniques actually do work. I mean, all in all, the program all together, it works. But it's culturally biased, though. I will say that. I think it's effective. Mm-hmm. I think it's very effective for children. But I also believe that, you know, it, they will never they will never navigate that towards us. Mm. This is prevention. This could really help them, you know, navigate through things. I don't know. We got to keep them where they at. Keep this over here. Yeah, because what we're going to do is we're going to keep this this program or this thing we've discovered and what we're going to do is we're going to go in the black neighborhoods and we're going to get contracts so we can hire white people to teach these programs in these black schools. Hmm. So, that's in a nutshell. Wow. And there you have it. Yeah. That's Stephanie's corner, everybody. It is. <clears throat> All right. I don't have anything else. I'm happy that you got a chance to get that off. Thank you. Um... We were on a hiatus. I we was, were. I was living life. Yeah, I was. I was sitting over here looking at how these motherfuckers is out here giving Amber hugs, but... Oh! Oh! Yeah! <laughs> now, why didn't his speech, when he accepted the award from, like, some police committee... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> let me make sure, because he did his motherfucking thing. And I feel like people... That shit went under, they brushed that under the rug, though. You know what I'm saying? Keep mm-hmm. that same energy. Y'all was talking about him. Uh, hold on, let me pull this up. Because, uh, let me see. I'm happy you said that. Because I was trying not to do current events, but mm-hmm. this need to be said. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> the team, the brother? Yes. Bro, uh, 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 brand? Yes. Uh, uh, Brant Jean, uh, he was criticized earlier, a couple months ago, because he he hugged Amber Geiger in mm-hmm. the courtroom, right? And you heard all type of coons. Uh, he he just uh, he betrayed the race. Blah 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 blah. You making it okay for them to kill us, right? <clears throat> so, with that being said, let me pull up his his. So he accepted a speech. Uh, the Ethical Courage Award that was uh, mm-hmm. given to him by the Institute of Law Enforcement and uh, Administration. Okay. Okay. Now, I want you. I want you to hear the speech that he said. Okay. I want you all to know that I'm not a threat. <clears throat> that young black males are not inherently dangerous or criminal. Brand. Uh, said from the podium uh, I implore you to champion policies and procedures that amplify the value of lives I insist that you encourage 
uh, diverse leadership that can model inclusion and restraint. Most importantly, I ask you, I ask that you remember my brother. And when uh, you remember him, I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing to ensure that will be there will be no other families like mine? Mm. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. No other, no other little brothers that have no, that have to model ethical leadership and forgiveness of a cop whose lack of training and discipline caused them to carelessly take the life of another. <gasps> okay. Now that was his speech, mm. but ain't nobody talking about that though. No, they're not. Why didn't that go viral? Yeah. Why? Because you niggas just like to dunk. Yeah. When it makes you look good. When you can affirm your bullshit and project it on the world. That's fucked up. So, like I shared it. No, actually, I, I, I went and found it. <clears throat> Came on my door. And I, as a matter of fact, I got to send it to somebody else later on the day via text. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. Um, and I think, just keep that same energy mm -hmm. in all things. Yeah. So, with that being said, I have nothing else. Yeah. I don't want to go to work tomorrow, but I have to because I cannot afford to quit. To quit. And uh, with that being said, hey, 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 podcast, podcast every, every day. day.